You're listening to Can I Help You with the love master himself, Craig Shoemaker. Broadcasting high above the heights of Westlake Village, California, which is actually beautiful. It looks like Ireland due to the heavy rain we've had. It's an amazing thing, and now we have a million butterflies. That's the description of where we are. We're actually in my office uh, right now with bad lighting. With my old friend, Susie Galidi is here. And um, why are you here? Why'd you come here at 9 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> was it an hour trip? Was it as bad as you thought? It was an hour and probably over an hour and a half. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, I have For a you. big old guilt monkey on me. <laughs> and now you. that you put the for you... You know how wrong that is. I know. I know. My friend Hillary did the same thing a few weeks ago, and you would not believe the amount of things I have done for her. So you, you're, you're in for a lot of good things okay. that are going happen. Wonderful. Yes. After St. Patrick's Day, you hit the pot of gold with my guilt. Oh. Well, she, and, and, but I got to say, it was beautiful. You know, it was funny because I drove in, and I thought exactly that. The hills are so beautiful like green it's just like velvet and i was thinking you know what at least he got me over here to see that it's so beautiful i wouldn't have seen it it really is it's magnificent and you would never know that this entire area was in flames yeah yeah now some people look at it negatively i said how about these hills and he goes looks like oh it's going to be kindling soon (laughs) he says the hills are going to burn all i'm seeing is beautiful green he's going it's going to be kindling (laughs) oh thanks thanks a pant load i guess that's how you look at things right that's how we look at life sometimes but i'm glad you looked at life that we had those if it was brown hills you'd be miserable right now (laughs) it is amazing though how mother nature works yes isn't it because we really were engulfed in just it was like a tragedy 17 homes down the street burnt down to the ground and half of malibu i mean it's unbelievable and now you look and it's as if nothing happened except for growth and beauty it shows you how mother nature works yeah no it's crazy and you know what's very interesting is your wife was going to go with me to that camp right that's right and the night before it burned. It burned. On well, tell Thursday tell people night. what you're talking about. So um, I go to a camp called Camp Powerment, mm-hmm. and it's an amazing sleepaway camp for grown-up ladies, and it's just in a wonderful transformation kind of weekend, four days. And I was set set and ready to go on. Um, I guess that was wait, what was the date? It was November, November late, 15th, yeah, fourteenth, something around there. Yeah. And so it was Thursday night, and we get a text at midnight that mm-hmm. the camp's being evacuated, and we're supposed to go Friday morning. We go up there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. And you got my wife in. <clears throat> I got her and in. And I arranged the entire weekend yes. around a, a me day for her. Yeah. I forgot about that. And she's, I'm going to have to remind her because she told me the other day she needs a me day. I'm like, you seem to have a lot of them, but <laughs> I didn't realize she didn't cash that one in. She didn't cash it, and she was so sweet because she said that's four days and, you know, I had already been planning for something else because she's, like me, a transformation junkie. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. And she uh, said, you know, it's too much. It was too fast, right? We were at, I think we were here, and you had like 24 hours to get her to go yeah. to the camp. But at any rate, so she'll go. And I'm actually going Thursday to the makeup camp. It's in, now in um, uh, Arrowhead. Why didn't you invite her? This yeah. is when she needs it. Really? Yeah, she was telling me the other day that she needs a me day. <laughs> well, I think there's still spaces so we can do this Seriously? again. Seriously? Yeah, I think so. Poor. The only problem is I'm not around this weekend. Yeah, all right. So I can't watch the kids. Although maybe she'd get a babysitter. Or maybe I'll take them to Arizona. Yeah. Bring them on stage with me. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. No, it wouldn't be good. No, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> my wife found out one time that Jackson watched my show. 
and this is two years ago. And he's oh, nine now. Not a good. Bad. No, not a good thing mm-hmm. that he's watching. Yeah, baby, the love master. <laughs> You're sort of the love master this morning. You have a little uh, something going on with your. You have a little cold. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. I've had from a, being at Tony Robbins. Is that well, I, what brought it on? I was actually sick. I got a little cold, and then I just came off of a four-day Tony Robbins. Um, what's it called? Unleash the power within. Yeah, fifteen thousand people. UPW. I went to that. Yeah, it was amazing. And um, but of course, you're screaming, right? You're jumping up. You're screaming the entire time. The entire time. You might as well be a DJ. I know I mean, because you're dancing and jumping the entire time. Yeah, and you have to like make your move, right? And you yeah. have to say yes, and you're screaming yes, and you're screaming yes as you're going to walk across fire and all that. It's right. kind of like at one point, Tom and I. Cool Moss, right? That's what you cool said. Cool Moss. Cool Moss. Yeah. So you have to repeat Cool Moss continually. Yeah. And then uh, my son, by the way, to this day, howls with laughter the way I did it. Why would you do? Well, I just, you know. You're, you're I re- screaming. Well, no, I really got into it. No, I yeah. didn't go, ah, cool, boss. <laughs> it's not cool. Not cool. I walked across the fire. I did it. But I, I really dedicated myself to doing it. You know what I mean? Like I did exactly. I didn't want to mess up. Right. So I did. And he was just laughing what a geek I was, you know, looking up in the air. Cool, boss. Cool, boss. Cool, boss. <laughs> and I made it across. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's amazing how you can walk on fire with that very little training. And it just goes to show you mind over matter. Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting is I walked across fire in Sedona with um, Don Miguel Ruiz, you know, who wrote sure. the Four Agreements. Yeah. He, he and his sons, and they had a, it was called Meet, uh, Gathering of the Shamans. And it was an amazing weekend. And they had a fire walk. They did. And it was about twice as long as this one, the one with Tony Robbins. And it was a different preparation. It was much more spiritual feeling, and there was only two hundred people. We're not now well, fifteen thousand. Yeah, fifteen thousand. They've got these all over a parking lot. They've exactly. got all these uh, all these fires. little mini fires going. You know, of course they stoked it right before I went. Right. They're like, I was hoping it. for the coals to be like. You know, <laughs> and they were, hey, we got to refresh right before Craig Shoemaker goes here. Add so the was, lighter fluid. That, <laughs> add some lighter fluid. Yeah. So you only had two hundred people, and as much more. It was like only ceremonial and uh, exactly. It was much more ceremonial. We were outside. Mm-hmm. There was two, two, you know, runs of fire. But we sat together and we held hands all together. So you were, you really felt the crowd in that way. It was, it was a di- different connection. And I was not going to do it. I went there. I'm like, no, I'm not walking across fire. I oh, don't, you really no. did decide that. I, I was really. They no- told you ahead of time, we're going to be covering a lot of things, but one of them is we're going to be fire walking. They yeah, give I'm, you like options of a menu. Here's what we're going to do this weekend, right? Well, it was uh, everybody went to the fire, and I knew there was going to be a fire walk, mm-hmm. but I said to myself, I'm not going to do the fire walk. And Did so, you pull out mushrooms? Uh, or, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't mean mushrooms. I meant to say marshmallows. <laughs> or you could do mushrooms. That'll get you through, too. Uh, that'd be a different experience. Yeah, that would be. But, um, but there was a guy standing next to me, and he was so excited. Like, freaking out total fear about walking across the fire his hands were just dripping with sweat and i was holding his hand and i looked at him i said you know are you going to do and he's like yes i'm going to do it this is the rest of my life you know i'm going to face my fears and he was just so earnest Hmm. and i thought to myself you know come on it's like i can do this so at that moment because of him his his willingness to step into his fear and just that raw like yeah like vulnerability you know allowed me to say okay i'm gonna do it it's so amazing he was a perfect stranger right perfect stranger yeah is it it's it, it if that was your family member no. you'd be going if you go oh yeah go take a walk on no the there's no right i when was you not know gonna people, do it right but you just kind of felt this man and yeah. st- 
no preconceived ideas. A lot of times we can hear things a lot better. Yeah. Absolutely. When you don't have a history, you don't have any proving. You're just yeah. taking the person for who they are on, on what you're feeling at the time. You don't yeah. know what they, who they voted for. You don't know anything about them. Hopefully you don't know. So the, <laughs> so the pureness of this man and being so, as you said, earnest, Yeah, that's what propelled you to walk on fire. Isn't yeah. that amazing? It's so amazing. Yeah. And, and the, what did you get out of walking on fire? Well, Tell people who are not familiar with walking on fire what the purpose of it would be. Yeah. So for me, because it was different with Tony Robbins, there was a different prep. And a different experience for me. Yeah. Um, but when I was with the, you know, at the gathering of the shamans in Sedona, it was really about looking at your beliefs and challenging your beliefs. Right. When you step on fire, you will burn. Right. When yeah. I, I, that's where I was standing. So it was when I got to the fire. You know, you kind of you is, with, with Tony Robbins, like they just push you through, like you're so I didn't have time to prepare. Yeah, you're in a line, and there's literally thousands it's and people. thousands of people going one after another yeah. in a parking lot in the dark. Yeah, and you're just going, "What am I doing?" You know, but <laughs> but yeah, you, you get you sort of get into a trance. But it's it's a lot of it's about the 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 power of the energy as opposed to the energy within. It's the energy without because it's so many people. It's almost like a peer pressure type of thing. Yeah, you and know. this is reversed with the uh, Ruiz method is you're going within. Is that right? You know, maybe that's a good way to say it. But it was more like once I was standing there and they didn't push you. Like, you know, you could be standing there and then if you said no, sure. you could step away. Right, yeah. Whereas here, once you were there, like you're going to, you know, at um, Tony Robbins, you're like kind of pushed almost onto the fire, you know, once you're like standing right there, right, you got to go. And um, so I stood there and I just said, I looked past the fire mm -hmm. and I was like, that's my future. And I'm going to trust that there's 200 people here. You know, they've taken care of everything. I've got to trust that I can walk across this fire and there's something on the other side for me that I don't know. And so I just got really calm. I took a deep breath and I'm, and I just said to myself, you know, instead of cool moss, I said, I can do this. I can do this. Oh, they don't give you a mantra. They don't give you a mantra. You have to come up with your own. They don't even say you have to, but for me, I just, I just went, I can do this. Like I felt it in my that was bones. Yours. Yeah. And have I, have you ever used that since? Uh, I say that all, a lot of times. Yeah. So it is sort of your self. Yeah. I can do this. Mantra. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any others, uh, you know, being a transformation junkie, you must have a lot of uh, drugs that you're using. Not drugs, but <laughs> a lot of mantras, metaphorically drugs. I, I use different ones. I mean, uh, a lot, I'll, I'll often say the Ho'oponopono prayer. Yeah. Um, I love, do you know Ho'oponopono? Yeah, but you can tell, I'm, it, it's not only me you're talking to, by the way. Yes. Hopefully there will yes. be others. I feel like I'm jamping around a lot. Like I don't even finish, feel no, like I finished listen, the Camp Powerment It's story. not you, it's me. <laughs> Because I, 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 let me read a tweet. Let me read a tweet. Yeah. Here. Just, uh, just so we could interrupt for just a second. <laughs> I went in, just so you know, you're not jumping around. This is a most recent tweet about my last podcast with Jody Sweeten. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Jody Sweeten? I know the name. She's uh, from Full House. She was the little girl in Full House, oh, Stephanie. Yes, yes, yes. Now she's grown and mm -hmm. she's Stephanie again on Fuller House. Uh huh. <clears throat> Says, um, this is from Steve Crute. It says, excluding the content, your podcast with Jody Sweeten brought back memories when I coached high school girls basketball, <laughs> talking 100 miles an hour, freshman, 
subject changing constantly, sophomore, and then settling in for a sustained thought, junior, and then time to go, senior. <laughs> Enjoyed it. So just so you know, oh you're not alone. God, you're with Jody Sweeten, and this is just the way it goes with the ADD head or whatever. I have Asperger's. We're talking about this on the air. I have no idea what I have going on. There's no label for it anyway. Who cares what the label is? Mm -hmm. So you were saying that you came up with these mantras mm -hmm. on your own, mm -hmm. kind of like digging down deep, and this is what came up for you. Share a couple of them with us. Um, you know, it's funny because it kind of started. There's many. I mean, you know, like different things, but you know, I can do it as one. Um, Haponopono is a, a practice. It's from Hawaii of um, really taking responsibility for the world, like our place in the world and our energetic sort of connection to the world, but not in a, oh, woe is me, it's all my sure. my fault. It's that, you know, and the prayer is, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, mm. and thank you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll say that often, like just in a repetitive state, and it allows me to just connect with, with all living beings, all, you know, um, and when in traffic driving here, I was saying it and it, it allowed me oh to God, back off you praying. It, it, it allows me to back <laughs> off cause I'm a tailgater. You know, I like start coming up on people and it's just like, get out of my way, get out of my way, get out of right. my way. Right. I'm a true LA driver. And so it allows me to then move from the fast lane to a middle lane mm -hmm. and just go, you know what, if it's three and three minutes later, who cares? Right. And, um, and there was one that I came up with, although it's funny, I, because this kind of started, when I went to Bainbridge Island to a place called I Islandwood mm -hmm. and it was another training um, uh, with Parker. You really are a junkie. I'm this a is junkie. amazing. I That's am, awesome. I really am. And it's like, it just builds and builds. It started with Landmark actually right around the time I saw you. Uh, 20 you had just years finished ago. Landmark when we met about 20 years ago? Yeah, it was in 19... Landmark Forum, which Landmark was, Forum. used to be est a long time ago. Long, long time Warner ago. Warner Earhart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I've done that with my wife. Not with at the same time, but uh, we've both done Landmark. You did it. And how long ago did you do it? Uh, probably about 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. And then some follow-ups and things like that. But Did the, you do any other courses like the advanced yeah, course, yeah. SELP? I mean, I haven't done, I haven't done the advanced courses because mm. I have to get over my resentment that they're upselling me the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. You, that's, the, you know, so true. <laughs> and Tony Robbins does the same, same thing. thing. It's like they're upselling. My, yeah. my friend that I went with, I went yeah. with my son. Who, there's no upselling with him because he's like, <laughs> he has no money. Yeah. He's but like my Dad. friend had tons of money and mm -hmm. he signed up for tens of thousands of dollars worth of follow-ups I'm like yeah. i didn't get it here yeah but uh yeah it's amazing it, I, look it's a business like anything so i just i just try to um not spend my money on these things where i can i feel like i can don't don't, so, don't sometimes you feel like um you already have these things like you possess them within you it's just a matter of igniting them you know when i took it 20 years ago. I mean, my mom and my brother went to check out, make sure I wasn't in a cult. Yeah. Right. Oh, you mean they took it first? No, they it? just went to an introduction okay. to like check off that they're not going to lose their, you know, sister and daughter. Oh to yeah. A cult. Oh, uh, parents are very threatened by yeah. it. I went to life spring first when yeah. I was younger and it's the same thing. My mother would literally, cause the mail went to her house. I was very young and she cut off the mail and thought I joined a cult. Like I, I remember saying, but mom, it told me just to say, I love you. And she said, what's wrong with you? 
I thought there was something wrong with me because I kept trying to say, but I love, I love you. you. I love you. Is there anything wrong with that? Oh, my God. You're in a cult. I'm going to I'm going to call them funny. Isn't yeah, that, it's amazing. So that it, how did your mom respond to it? Well, after you know, checking it out. I said I, I was like, I mean, one, she trusts me. as I mean, I'm not a I, I just don't think I have that sort of follower attitude in general through my whole life. I've always kind of been like. I mean, some people will describe me like, you know, you kind of marched your own drummer. Like, I'm a little worried about you. I think that's the key to transformation, by the way, what you just said. Not being a follower. Yeah, I I mean, I'll take everything. Like, this is, I've been really pondering this lately is like, you know, there's the way mm-hmm. and a way, right? This different word, right? Take two letters, you know, three letters right. here and one letter here. But when when anyone says it's the way, Tony Robbins is the way. Landmark is the way, uh, you know, Catholicism is the way, being Muslim is the way, versus mm-hmm. there's so much beauty in all those things. Sure. And so I'm definitely like a butterfly of beauty. Like I want to take from everything. I want to learn from everything. Right. And then assimilate it in some way where it makes sense because the real way for me is my internal connection to my truth. And that's, you know, meditating, slowing down, getting tools so that I can bring out my truth. And it's amazing how hard that can be. And when I went to Landmark, I realized how much I did not know. That was the opening, the, the opening to the... That was your first opening. That was my first opening. kind of journey into self-transformation. Totally. And it was like, blew my mind. Blew my mind of how much I didn't know. And I remember saying to somebody, you know, it's like... I think I could have come up with all this, you know, at some point I'd be 70 years old and go, you know, what I learned in Landmark, I would have come to, but why the frick not learn it when I'm 33 and build Mm. on it? And so that's what I look at is like all this work. Sometimes it's repetitive. Like I'll go into a workshop sometimes and, or even with Tony Robbins and and, and I'm a certified uh, life coach through this thing called Robbins Madonna's training. Sure. And, um, so a lot of it will be repetitive, but then I'm a different person on that day. I might hear something in a different way that all of a sudden I can go deeper and then I'll have an aha that I can apply that I didn't have before. So I 100% agree that it's all in us and of course it's in you and you don't have to take any of these things. It's, it's accessing it. And it's... And, and, and they help you access it. Even if, even if you are laying down money, now you're almost forced to access these mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. because you go, okay, I'm committed now. Yeah, I absolutely. committed through my time. I'm, I'm here for yeah. a weekend and whatever it is. And it's fantastic. It's when it gets cult-like where there's trouble. with, uh, And a lot of people, I find that there are people no matter what, even in 12-step programs, yeah. where there are no leaders. Yeah. There's no leaders in 12-step yeah. programs. Yeah, but there are people that need leaders, yeah. so they'll find the guru types. Yeah, and it's it's a shame because yeah. I think they're selling themselves short. Yeah, because we really do have these answers. Yes, we do. And, Everyone has it inside them, and there there are people that will help you access those answers who have a lot of more answers than we do because they've already had the discovery. Right, the Tony Robbins of the world, the Wayne Dyer, you know. But the the one of the issues is, and I hope that's what this show does this podcast is it's not it's not readily available to us we're not trained we're, our entire lives in, in school we're not taught this we're not taught when we're out of school we're not taught in college 
There's nothing that teaches this no. to access you. Yes. It's, it's right. Really sad. It is. It's sad. And yeah. you know, the most you'd have is like when I was growing up, but like, you know, Wayne Dyer, I'd come across him on PBS, mm-hmm. you know, who's this bald guy, uh, you know, yeah. standing there with bare feet. And, and, and even that they, I'm saying this, I'm like playing the part of me at the time. Uh, you're, you're sarcastic. Leo yeah. Biscalia. Something yeah. about, and the inner child came around it. They're, they're trendy and they're yeah. kind of fad like, yeah. but they're all saying the same, same thing. thing. Yep. And that is, there is a real you in there that wants to, it wants to pop out. But all these other things distract you from that. Yeah. All the other things in life. Yeah. Commercials. Yeah. Now it's worse. Don't you think it's worse with social media? It's, it's, um, you know, it is the world we live in. Is it? Yes, I do think it's worse because I have a frame of reference of not having social media and having more downtime. Like that's where I think you really connect is when you can be in nature, mm-hmm. when you, you know, aren't on a phone or looking at a, you know, a podcast or a video, listening to a podcast or a video, although listen to this podcast, but, um, or a video or something and being distracted all the time, which does not allow you to go in. I mean, remember when you were little and you just got bored. Right. I was, I'm so bored, mom, or whatever. You always needed something, like some outside stimuli. But when we got bored. Yeah. We had to come up with something. Right. You know, so it was whatever. It would like I'd dress up my dog or I would go and spin around in the, you, you know. used what we have as our imagination and, and our creativity. Exactly. These are the things that, you know, whatever you call God or source or yeah. spirit. We are blessed with these things immediately yes. right out of the gate. Yep. And yet we ignore them and go the another direction, like searching for something that's you know, already there. I talked about that in the episode about uh, the Wizard of Oz. I mean, it's it. it we have it. We have it. It's already I, in you yeah. for sure. You know, one of the things you're talking about right now is it's inspiring me to uh, maybe maybe we should do some workshops. You know, that's so funny because is that an inspired thought that I, you had? I as well? I just was like, I would love it. You know, because part of it is. I've always had a heart connection with you. Yeah, I was. I, I my intro. I was going to say that I never even introduced you. <laughs> yeah, you did just, not. How rude! I said your name. <laughs> I said your name. But there's nobody that like follows you. That's, that's saying. I. I mean, you know. I mean, you don't like have a like an acting career. Hey, there's four people that are <laughs> that follow me that like my page. <laughs> so I mean, I have you on. Literally because of the heart connection. Yeah. And I would like to say that you are one of those people that I always love. Yeah. And I think it's mutual. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't know why, but there's this is what our insides tell us. Yeah. I could not see you literally for years. Yeah. Years. Ten years. I didn't see you for ten years. Yeah. Are probably, you serious? At least. How long have you been with Tom? Thirteen, fourteen years. Oh boy. It has Wow, that zip by. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Now I'm going, why didn't you call me? <laughs> are you ditching me? Well, you are one of those people that I don't feel like that yeah. about. Yeah. And how many times have you had that in your life when someone doesn't speak to you, but it's for another reason? You don't have that? Oh, you know, geez, I, don't have, I don't have a lot of that. I don't have a lot of that. I'm very blessed. Well, maybe not a lot, but some where you're going, are, are they 
dissing well, me. Well, maybe I don't me. know. Like, maybe you don't know. Maybe, maybe I actually did remove myself from you for 10 years, and I've been <laughs> meaning to tell you something. I have you on the podcast now to be, admit that. See, that, that's a big one for me is silent treatment. Yeah. And um, sometimes don't you think that we're on this planet to understand lessons or that's all we're on this planet for. Is it really? That's all we're on this planet. And, That's and, what I think. And I and I guess we're reincarnated for something that happened a long time ago that it just wasn't quite, you know, taken care of. Yeah. And then so then the next version of you comes and has the same thing repeat itself and say, "Are you ready for it now? Are you ready for it now?" And I feel like I don't know if you're this way, but at this point in my life some real rubber hitting the road stuff is happening. Mm. You know, like really tough stuff. Like you can get through when you're a teenager, young 20s and all that. But then you see the repeats. Yeah. And the same pain arises. Same wounds are are touched. What do you do about it? You can't run anymore. No. A lot of people keep running, 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 avoiding, avoiding, mm -hmm. avoiding. And I'll tell you, I'm going through it right now. And it's not easy. Well, I'm going to say one thing is, I think, is you have to decide that you are going to take it with grace, right? And be grateful for it showing itself and looking at this as like, I'm going to heal this wound. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, it continues on, That's right? exactly right. Like these wounds are from generations ago. <laughs> That's that's what I believe. I totally believe it. Because you, you find yourself going, what, really? Again? Yeah. Again? What did I do to create this? At first, though, you'd be full victim. You yeah. don't go, what did I do to create this? You just can't believe that it happened yeah. again and again and again. Yeah. But now I'm at the point where I go, what did I do? You know, wh what is it about that I need to find out my, a, a self-discovery? What do you need to learn? That's creating this. Yeah. What do I need to learn? Some skills in dealing with the same thing happening. Yeah, it's called insanity over and yeah. over. Expect different results. Well, you know, it happened again for me is, um, and people go, I, don't know, I thought everything was fine, you know, with my ex-wife. And I'm going through it right now. But I must tell you, much better than I did before, even though I wrote a book about it before and things were as good as they could be at the time mm -hmm. you know, for the accusations that took place and the false allegations and what we went through. Well, history's now repeating itself. Yeah. And it's happening again. And, and, and I'm going, and you know what, though? Grace rules the day. Rules the day. You got to have it. You know, you might want to take my Haponopono prayer. Oh, and take it. Take it's not it. yours. I know. <laughs> You're right. It's not you mine act at like all. it's a course. It's a. It's like ten words. <laughs> I know. I actually did do a seminar on it. It's a training. Oh. And there's a book. Uh, it's called Zero Limits. You can read about it. Um, so it's not mine. Absolutely, it's not. Please, everyone know it's not mine. But though that those four sentences is what I take when I'm like giving it up to the universe and knowing that. There is, you are responsible at some level for what's happening with you and your ex-wife. Right. Right. You have some responsibility. Not on some level. But it's not all. It's like, you know. This on a is lot of level. A lot of levels. But, yeah. But how we grow is through relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. So you are up for big growth because you have a very challenging relationship. Yeah. Right. So if you look at it that way and you say, I love you, you know, and really, I love you. 
I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. Thank you for showing me this thing. Right. If you go into that, it's going to shift you energetically and it's mm. going to shift the situation energetically. Now you still do the things you have to do and talk to whoever you have to talk to. Right. Like legally or whatever it is. Absolutely. You got to deal with some stuff. You know, yeah. you don't just turn your head away and but go you, like. But yeah, I, what I'm doing right now is I'm not giving. Um, so courts, unfortunately, that's where we're back. It's, it's, people are not even going to believe this. This is the first I'm saying it, by the way. Okay. Because people, oh, I thought things were fun. I saw her, she was over there for Thanksgiving and all that, all that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, things were quote unquote fine, but apparently, you know, in life, that's not how it works. Yeah, there's outside stuff. It doesn't mean there's there's a a full healing on inside of a lot of people. Yeah, um, our son together. You know, the other one, who's now fourteen, and it's just really, really tough stuff to deal with. But. This is the one time I'm going, okay, got to be solid here. You've got to, because the courts always go, oh, it's both of you. They, they all do that. Everybody does that. They were, oh, it's both of you. It's both of you. It's both of you. This time I don't give them as much reason to say it's both of you. Mm -hmm. Because now they're going to see a pattern that has developed first with Justin, our oldest son, and now with Jared. And I'm hoping the outcome is well the outcome was great before because i didn't lose custody even though she wanted to get that mm -hmm. now she wants it again for 100 custody wow. and i'm going you know what there's no judge that's going to look at this and say oh yeah he shouldn't be around that his dad who loves him loves him and supports him and and yeah. so on so yeah. it's very unfortunate and but i drew in that energy karmically yeah and I'm doing the best I can, but it, it, I mean, it's really difficult. So the energy is, quite frankly, maybe you can work with me on this. My mom is, it's, she's identical to my mom. The relationship I have with my mom, I shouldn't say they're identical. The relationship I have with my mom is identical. And I married her because I wanted to please my mom. Yeah. How strange is that? Yeah, that's... You think people do that? Yeah. Am I, I abnormal? They, no, I think people do that a lot. I thought my mother's going to be so happy. She's yeah. Irish. She, like, keeps a good image and all that stuff. And I was ignoring all these other signs going, oh, she'll be happy. And, and sure enough, they're friends. And my wife my wife now, you know, my my mom has nothing to do with her. Yeah. And well, the she's kids a, now. She's, like, light years different. Yeah, human yeah, being and, and so I guess uh, I guess my mom can't relate to her, yeah. but she can relate to you know the gossipy thing and yeah. all the you know the, yeah. the enemy, the bad guy, and they yeah. get together and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but um, so just so you so you know, the other update on my mom is um, I wrote her something I also uh, am guilty of in the past is um, I I'm long winded. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you laugh because it's no surprise. <laughs> so I write these emails and they're long-winded. Uh -huh. And I did it with my ex-wife for a long time. I still even wandered into it this time, but no attacky emails. Uh -huh. And what I find is what I'm thinking is logical, what I'm thinking is reasonable. It doesn't mean the receiver thinks that. No. And the m more you talk about it and talk around it, you're not being authentic. Mm-hmm. You're not really asking for what you want. Mm. So I kept it simple, and I said, hey, it was snowing. Uh, it reminded me of you. Da, 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 da. Love you, miss you. That was it. And simply she wrote me back. 
And I realized when she wrote me back how she kept it very simple and da-da-da. And this is what I came up with, and tell me if you relate to this. I have unreasonable expectations of her. Starting with her, and it goes moves on to other people. Mm. I expect her to act like a, what I think a mom should act like. And because she doesn't fulfill that, she feels my energetic response to that. And rejection. And rejection. Right. Yeah. And this was a big discovery for me. Yeah. So I've decided to be responsible for that and move forward in that direction of just saying, hey, that was you again, unreasonable expectations, and just keep it simple, which is what she's always asked for, by the way. <laughs> she's always asked for that. I said, what about we go to therapy? And what about, you know, let's talk it out in therapy. It's an unreasonable expectation to think that she wants to talk it out in therapy. Yeah. But I'm going, what's wrong with that? You know, it's safe for you, you know. If you, if, and it's just unreasonable. Yeah. Unreasonable request. Well, it's, it's unreasonable to ask anybody to change for you. Well, that's true, too, even if it's your mother. If it's, yeah, even if it's but your mother. But don't you think we put these things on our parents? Absolutely. We put it on our parents, on our some of our friends, our sisters, our brothers, because we think they should be a certain way. Right. And once we, you know, I think that's the, the, the beauty and the grace of getting older is you realize, like, again, there's no right way to be in this world, Right. I'm Ulti- just going to adjust this little ultimately, thing. Every time we move, this thing bangs. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And you hear ding, 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 like the time is up or something. It's a lamp. There we go. That, that'll do it. But it's like, um, and that's what's gotten me to the point where it's really all it is about love. Yeah, it is. Right? So you just give her love, and she may reject it. She might say, Take your love, and I never want to see you again. But Susie, aren't you saying, I thought you were saying, energetically send her love. Yes, absolutely. 3,000 miles away. She doesn't even need to hear it. No, she doesn't need to hear it. You could, yeah. You could, because you could email her, and she'd say, don't send me another email again. But you can still love her. Exactly. You can still love her. And so that's the part, like, I think as humans, we tend to go like, well, if they're not going to love me, I'm not going to love them. And then you start to shrink. Yeah. Because then you're holding, like... I realize all I want to do, I want to be the possibility of love, peace, love, and joy in the world. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's what I want to put in the world. So if you cut me off in traffic, or you say I'm a jerk, or whatever, and also I'm like, well, you're a jerk, right? I'm not the possibility of peace, love, and joy. Mm-hmm. I'm the possibility of anger and upset. So it's up, and the only thing I can do is control. So I can be like, hmm, okay, well, maybe he's just upset. Let it go. Send you love, right? And go on my day. Now, if you're in my life, you're my mom, and you're coming over and you're slashing my tires and you're, you know, breaking my windows and you're hostile, yeah, right? Then you also, you know, you might have to look at boundaries. But I can still send you love, yeah, and have boundaries. Sending the love is surely going to at least dissipate. They might ha- they might cut two tires instead of four, because. That's the thing. It can always chip away. It's never going to happen on our time either. And you might not even know how it's happening. Exactly. Because And they'll never acknowledge it too most yeah. of the time either. Yeah. But They might say, I met somebody who really turned me around. And for 20 years, you've been you exactly. know, holding the like space said, for them. Like you said, the guy with the firewalk. Yeah. He was a guy, a perfect stranger, who gave you a message that you should do this firewalk. And you came out of it. 
you know, was some significant change and yeah. transformation that happened from that. And then another one and another one, another one. But it all starts usually it comes from strangers. That's yeah. what the hope is for the podcast. I'm a stranger to most people. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> right. You're a stranger to everybody who's listening, probably, <laughs> unless you told uh, Annette, or your sister, or something to listen. Well, but, I'm going to. Okay. Oh, good. Spread yes, the word. Of course yeah. I will. But, um, yeah, that's the, been the purpose of this is I also want to spread joy and happiness and love to the world. Yeah, and you do. And, and yet it's a world that doesn't receive it so well a lot of the time. Our yeah. world is not composed of that uh, mantra, if you will. Yeah. It's not what we're taught. It's not how we live. Mm -hmm. Because I come from a place, you probably do as well, is even saying, I want love in the world is met with sarcasm and yeah. cynicism. You're and a Pollyanna. Anger. What a, oh, God. Oh, I know. They have all those responses. Well, listen, yeah. I used to be the same way. Yeah. I can respond, I can predict their responses because yeah. I was the exact same way. Yeah. What do you think? Love's going to solve a yeah. terrorist? Yeah. You think, you know, what if a burglar's coming, out, coming in your house? Is love, is love going to make them go away? That's how they think. Yeah. Because it's fear. Of course it, it is. People yeah. are afraid. And right now, so you going back to social they're, media. They're even afraid of their feelings. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, if you go back to social media right now, we're I think we're in a culture of everyone looking for so much significance yeah. and certainty in the world. And that keeps you separated sometimes from love. And I mean, think about it. Your kids are like branding themselves. My mm. niece is branding herself at, you know, 20 years old, 24. Could you imagine branding yourself at 20 years old? I mean, I can't even imagine why. Well, I did. Unfortunately, I branded myself the love master. <laughs> <laughs> love but, master came from trying to rebrand, by the way. But because you know, my brand was I was a friend to all the girls and a geek. And I wanted to show them my new brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, baby. It's look, it's done well for me. No, and you financially. Are, <laughs> but you are the love master. But you, but that was a branding. Yeah. That you've outgrown because you are a love master. Like it, you, isn't that amazing? I, I'm glad you said that. I've I've thought about this. People can't get used to the transition though, or the because I actually thought that people. Even people that don't know the character, like corporations won't hire me, you can't do that, love master. They don't even know what it is. They hear it and immediately have this sexual connotation yeah. to it. But really, I am mastering love. Yeah, you are mastering love. And that was when we named the book um, Love Mastered, yeah. the, the book that I have out, Digital, Digital Journey to Love and Happiness. It really was about that. I don't even want to call it a rebrand because it sounds intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, it, it's like mastering love and I want to share it, but there's so much cynicism and, you know, people and pushback on even hearing that because we're so bombarded with the other and we just accept the darkness. Yeah. It's a bummer. It, it's, it's a, it, it could be a bummer, but you if you, if you stand in the light, right? Like I yeah. just feel like I am an illuminator of possibility. Mm -hmm. Like that's who I am in the world. And crap happens, right? Like sometimes I get shut down. But in the past, I could have gotten shut down for a week, six months. I could go to despair like that, mm. right? Like, But I have a history. I have ancestral history of despair. You know, I mean, I have Armenian heritage and the genocide. And that's isn't, all isn't part Isn't there suicide of, in your family as well? My dad took his own life. Yeah. And so, and there's much more depression throughout my, mm -hmm. a lot more suicides. And <clears throat> so it's there, but it's not mine. 
It's right. not mine, and I had to do a lot of work. Sure, because you have the choice of stopping that DNA, the chain yes. of DNA. Yes. We I, give too much credit to DNA, by the way. I really what believe— What do you mean? We, we, everybody, well, you'll inherit this because yeah, absolutely. to yeah. me, it's a mindset. It's a total mindset. You'll inherit heart disease because yeah. your parents had heart disease or I your grandparents. Agree. They always look back at your DNA and your yeah. history. No. Yeah. I don't believe that. I, I don't, don't accept that. Yeah. That I have to have these things, but we, we mindlessly accept it. Yeah. Instead of being mindful about it and saying, I don't have to accept it. Yeah. And my mind, just like walking on fire and many other examples, our mind can take over yeah, and can relieve us of our pain yes, and our sorrow yeah. and our fears. Yeah. Here's one I wanted to talk to you about. This one's coming up for me lately. It's an interesting podcast because this is the one where I don't have the answers. <laughs> I do, do and I don't. You I do, do and I don't. Yes. But it, I get to express it out yeah. loud with somebody who I respect and can reflect back at me. Yeah. That's basically why you're here. Oh, that... that I'm honored that you feel that way because that's who I want to be in the world. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you're here. I mean, you're not here for your Twitter following. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not introducing you with any Oscars that you've won. It's you're here probably because I need you to be here at this time Mm. because of what I'm going through right now. Mm. And I love not having the answers, although we do. Is the word that comes up for me can you predict what it's going to be a word that uh, I don't think we have a better understanding of it uh, most of us don't a word we avoid but a word that's probably at the root of almost everything with our difficulties do you know what it is probably fear no that's obviously a big one yes uh-huh. that is that's a big 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 one this one comes underneath of that you know what it is Mm-mm. shame mm. huge huge yeah. And who talks about it? I really got to it. Yeah. Including in dealing with some of the people that have, you know, basically chosen to cut things off. I realize and I have empathy for and compassion for their shame. Mm. Yeah. And I have compassion for my own. Mm-hmm. It's at the root. Now that I'm, I don't want to say, I'm examining it. Yeah. It's amazing how much shame is attached to, and it leads to defense. It leads to telling a story over and over again until you think it's true. Yeah. Your version of a story, it's all to avoid your shame that you have. Yeah. And what do you think about that word? What does it do for you? Well, you know, it's funny because my energy just goes, oh, like it's sad. It's a sad energy. And, you know, I don't know if you've read Brene Brown. No. Uh, I'm going to send you a book or two. She talks about no more shame. Books. I can't take another book. And like, she has I'm ashamed actually, to say I can't You know what? Book. <laughs> Write her name down, Brene Brown. She has a TED Talk. I'm not going to. Oh, okay. That I might yes, do. Yes, I know. Right. No, no words, but you can listen. And she talks a lot about that, blame and shame. Mm-hmm. And it's so much about like what, what we've been told and we take on as true. Yeah. You know, and, and again, it's like, programs or things that people told you, you know, your mom said you're never going to be amount to anything. And then you believe it. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, if somebody else tries to say that you're going to be, you're going to be a great, you know, entertainer, but you believe that your mom says you're never going to be anything. 
then it's like the shame of not being able to aspire to something that in your heart is says like, there, you know, you know your heart every once in a while will come out and your truth will come out and say like, I can do this. But we get all these programs that just squash it. And then there's like the shame of not following your heart. Right. Like, you know, there's so much shame around it, like, it's, I don't have my dream. Like yeah. I hear people say, I, I don't even know what my dreams are. I mean, it's young, that bad. Young it's, people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what my dreams are. You, you can't, you can't have your dreams. But that, their dreams are other people's dreams. Often. Their dreams are other people's yeah. dreams. And if they and, only knew the people yeah. I'm here to announce. Yeah. I know the people that they're dreaming to be about. Yeah. I know the people and ex experience, you know, friendships in Hollywood, especially. Yeah. So you see these people and they want to be like so-and-so. Yeah. They dress like them. They yeah. act like them. They mm -hmm. tweet like them and everything else. I can assure you, if you're listening, that none of those people have what you want. Yeah. None of those people are happy and fulfilled. Yeah. None of those people are feeling and experiencing love. They, too, are in incredible shame. I will guarantee it. Yeah. So... We can't deify people. You know, that's what this podcast is also about. Yeah. I don't want anybody to deify me or make me, uh, you know, because everyone you do that to is they're going to, they're never going to live up to your expectations yeah. once you get to know them. Yeah. We're all human. Yes, we are. Yeah. You know, like I have, I've had my idols through the years, you know, Wayne Dyer, but you know, somebody like him, but listen, you, you get to know him and he's going to tell you, no, I'm not that guy, yeah. you know, and he's going to have relatives that think he's an idiot. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same yeah. thing here. Yeah. But we can be vehicles for answers for people. And yeah. it, the answers can just be temporary. And those temporary answers become more and more and more. And then they become more of your life. Mm -hmm. When you say that's true. Absolutely. You got to build the muscles. Be exactly. Prac through yeah. practice. Yeah. It's a, it yeah. becomes a habit. You know, because I, uh, I do have a Facebook page, Susie Galiti Coaching, and um, so spell Galiti for them. G O L I T I. There you go. It's S U S I E G O L I T I. Oh yeah, you need to do that too. You got the double. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, it, and I was reflecting on this idea that, you know, I I am and I created uh, twenty years ago this possibility of being peace, love, and joy, mm -hmm. and I've moved through this process so that now. When I'm not that, when I'm not standing in that possibility, it hurts me. Mm. Like when I get angry or if I'm like pissed at you, like, or Tom and I get in upset, uh, it hurts a lot. Mm. Like I need to work to get out of it. Whereas in the past, that was like kind of what you just did. You know, I'm just gonna be mad at you. I'm going to gossip about you. I'm going to, you know, give you the slight. Now you're treatment. faced with dealing with it. Now you're faced with going to the root of it as but opposed to the to, surface of it. I have to, because I've built the muscle yeah. that this is where I want to live. Right. But it took me some time. Sure. And I think we live in a world where people want instant gratification. And it's like, your life doesn't get to where you want it to be in a minute. It's, it's a lifetime. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like setting the roadmap. What do you want your life to be? And, you know, so I, I hear kids and say, I want to be famous. Well, what is the That's being? That's what I'm getting at. What's the being of that? Like, there's no substance. There's also no end to it because once you're famous, you want to be more, more famous, famous. And then you want to be more famous than the next one. And then yeah. it's a competition. And you never, ever win. There's no satisfaction with it. Yeah, if I've that, been but, to the mountaintop, and yeah. I can tell you, it's yeah. not a good view. Yeah, it's 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 really frightening. Yeah, and it's filled with shame. Yeah, because 
you're you're not living the expectations of others and you put it on them you think that you're going to get that love that you wanted it's never going to happen yeah but what you're talking about is be the love be the love and you right. can still get famous being the love like i'm not saying yeah. anyone maybe I could be famous as the love master the master of love the master of like maybe, love maybe that will happen you know i mean like truly i do feel like i'm mastering love these you days. are but that's yeah. that's your school that's what you're dwelling in and you've been dwelling in you know and sometimes and you have it too in your life yeah yeah you I have, have a, a lot reflection. of love you have a reflection of your love with mm -hmm. you and mm -hmm. what a nice man yes we I, both we both met people uh reflections of us that are nice and kind yeah and yet we don't come from that necessarily. I well, was not no, I, I come from a... Well, you're lucky now. Yes, I am very lucky. I have a wonderful mom, and my dad, even though he took his life 20 years ago, he, I mean, I love my dad, and he was just such a visionary. You know, he was like an inventor and gave me that, hmm. like, just like anything's possible, you know? And they used to say, like, you could do anything, like, and I believe them. You know, I've done a lot of things throughout my life. I mean, I was a commodities broker. I was, you know, sold computers. Can we talk I, about your dad? Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because, so what came up for me is, uh, this is a man you admire. I can see it. I oh, see the love in your eyes. That's him. amazing. What is your theory on what would drive him to do that if he appears to have this loving life this complete life with a family and he and, and happiness and joy and he is the things that you aspire to be and are what do you think would flip the switch that would make him do that uh well there's two things um i don't know like he he was a really wonderful father and i felt loved by him but i don't know that he aspired for, he he lived in fear mm -hmm. and you know that kind of how things should be and so he was a great example for me of what I kind of did not want my life to be. Um, How's that? You know, in the, in the sense that he didn't, when he took his life, he was, he didn't see possibilities. He's old. He didn't have a job. He was just going to get older. Like he, he what know, was old? There How was, old no, was he, he was only 60 freaking two. Okay. And but in his mind, like your reality is based on what you believe. So he, he thought he was old. He and thought he was old. Life and was done. Life was done. Was he married at the time? Yeah, yeah. He'd been married to my mother for for all of his since adult they life. were twenty. You know, he, right. Yeah. And um. And he just didn't. Wow. And he just didn't see if there was anything over he, the, in the horizon. But you know, when I was sixteen, he said to me, "I remember I was getting ready to go to a volleyball game. I was like a sports girl, mm -hmm. and he go and my grandfather was sick at the time, and he was senile, his dad. And I remember my dad grabbing my arm. I had like my knee pads on and stuff, and this you know yellow outfit. And he goes, Susie, when uh, if I get to the point where like I'm on a you know respirator or they're trying to save me, I want you to pull the plug. Yeah." I was 16. Right. So he was already thinking about like, I am not going to get there. I'm not going to not be vital, mm. you know, and whatever that means, right? Whatever that means to him. And he was like, he was an architect. He was, you know, he, he was just such a great mind. I remember, I remember thinking I sold computers and he would get into computers and what they could be and he's like someday you're gonna be able to talk to computer like he probably could have invented the you know mm -hmm. what's happening but he, he just had a lot of vision and um 
I think he just stopped engaging in the world in a bigger way. He had vision without belief, it sounds like. I think he he had, yeah, his belief of what it took to, um, you know, I don't know. It seems like missing the belief in the I'm looking at the, the ocean because he went to an ocean and shot himself. And so I'm just like looking right here right mm. now at this picture of this ocean and just going like, like he, you know, he took himself, I think he took himself out when he did because my niece was very young. Mm. I think he didn't want her to miss him. Mm. Um, this, I mean, I just like. These are he, all the thoughts you have. He didn't this express is, this. This is no, just what you're gathering. This is what I gather. And if I talked to Annette, your sister, she would have another version probably. Yeah, I think she might think similarly. Oh, she would? I think she would think similarly, but I don't did, know. Did you, did you feel his spirit leaving? You know, when I say, I don't mean spirit, like, of you know, his his general essence and his spirit. Did you find it was becoming darker and more dour no. and down? So there wasn't an indication <laughs> that he was headed down this other path. You know, I didn't live with him. I was married. Mm. I lived away. I worked all the time. I was like crazy working. Right. Um, and so, I, you know, you know how when you're younger, right? You're just so into In your, your own, own world. Yeah. Own world. Right. It's like, hey, mom, dad, what's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Surface stuff. Yeah. Surface stuff. So right. I wasn't with him day to day. So I don't, for me, there wasn't like a, oh, obviously there was a, you know, a downward spiral. Yeah. You didn't see any indications when you would be with him. Mm -mm. Of course, when you're with someone a brief amount of time, you're all at your best and surface. And it's like, hey, how are things going? And it's never, you know, when, it takes you days and days to be with someone yeah. for them to get down to that dark stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so you didn't see it coming. He remained the same all through your life. Basically, this <laughs> positive visionary. Yeah. That's amazing. And he would challenge, you know, he was a challenger. Mm -hmm. um, like I remember when I went into sales and selling computers and he, I think he was fearful for me because he was not a sales guy. You know, um, I think he thought all salespeople were, you know, swarmy and, and that's not how I sold. You know, I was selling computers when they were like new. It wasn't mission critical stuff. Is like, the word swarmy or smarmy? Shwarmi, I think, is something I buy from an Armenian, like a food. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think you're combining <laughs> an Armenian food, like shmarma, <laughs> charm, with a, I think it's smarmi. Okay, smarmi. So he was, he was afraid for you. He and as a parent, I totally relate to yeah. that. And because, and it's your own, again, it's your own fears you're projecting onto the yeah. kid, though. Yeah. And it's your own shame and your own doubts. And that is being projected. But so he kind of did that with you. Directly or indirectly? Oh, no. He said, he's like, you know, you need to know everything about your products. Like, he was trying to prep me. Yeah. And I was selling computers, and actually, it was a deterrent or a detriment to know too much about product mm -hmm. because there's so many products, right? I mean, I was selling 386, 16 megahertz, 60 megabyte hard drive. That was the cutting edge computer. At the time, yeah. At the time, right? I mean, I would sell hundreds to Blue Shield of California or you know, to AAA or the, I had huge accounts. I'd sell thousands and thousands of computers. Where are all those computers? They're now? all in the, the, you know what? That Isn't hit that sad? me. I was like, Oh my yeah. God, where does all this garbage right? go? And, right. Yes. 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 It's, uh, all of those. And, all and of I'm, them. I'm so afraid to, to, yeah. to throw them out. Yeah. I have a Toshiba. 
Do they even have is Toshiba that even exist? And have this little Toshiba laptop? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I used to have a joke that um, uh, Jan Michael Vincent has more memory than my computer, and now he just died, so I can't use it anymore. Not that I could use it anyway, because no one in the last fifteen years knows who he is. But <laughs> his memory was shot, a lot of drinking and stuff like that. But now, rest in peace, yes. and rest in peace, my joke. That's the last time I'll ever be able to tell this to you. Yes, yes. But we yeah, will, we all, will rest it. All, all of those computers, though, oh. it, it's just amazing to me. So, in other words, we're progressing in life, but we're also regressing and thinking about what we're doing to Mother Earth. Oh, we that, talked about Mother Earth in the beginning, right? Uh, yeah. Look how beautiful it is when Mother Earth gets to take charge. But when we take charge, we destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. We just now. Don't. Now I'm going to play the voice of my old self. Who's airy fairies? When Mother Earth? What's a Mother Earth? What are you talking about? You live, you die. That's it. Shut up with your Mother Earth. I understand where those the cynics come from. Yeah. And guess what? They come from you, Philly. If you've even lasted this long, <laughs> oh, we are. We are. Oh, Philadelphia is a whole other level. I really do believe that there are certain play areas in the world that it does go to a different level. But then again, though, maybe not. So I've been in the South. They have their own defense mechanisms and their own, you know, guy anger and testosterone <laughs> that takes over. Just has a different accent and a different yeah, attitude. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like they, they, when they go, bless your heart, they're basically going, hey, you're an asshole. <laughs> It's the same. It's yeah. the same exact thing. Oh, bless your little heart. They're, they're basically. <laughs> Look at your face. If you could see his eyes, they're like so exactly that. Like, oh, yeah. You're an asshole. Oh, that's they're blessing. Yeah, that's like saying I'll pray for you. Yeah, you're. you're what a bunch of crap yeah. that is. That is such a righteous little position that some people take. Yeah. You know, and and a lot of times it is the. Uh, here's a question I wanted to ask you. I think we're. Jeez, I think we've how long we've been. Whoa. What, how much time? You don't believe how long we've been doing this. I could talk to you forever, but... I know we could. Okay, yeah, well, we're right around the same time as um, as Jody Sweeten. So oh, you're, look you're right me and Jody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know how long it was, but... Oh, man, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you, like, a final, like, button question. What? Remind me what we were just talking about. You were talking about, like, um, when people say in different... Oh, yes. Yes. Have you found in the spiritual, let's call it the spiritual community. I hate the word spiritual because that's another one. Hey, we spirit this. I always think of the, Philly, the Philly guy always takes over. He grabs somewhere just so yeah, you know. I did do that. I grabbed my balls. I know. Balls. I know. I, I, right in front of you in an intimate room, I grab my balls because I can't do it's the character. It's part of the gesture. I, I can't not yeah. grab my balls if I do the Let me try it. No, can't no do you it. couldn't do can't it. Can't grab my elbow, grab my ass. No, hey, you, no, it doesn't grab work. Your heart. Grab my knee. Grab your heart. You can't grab. I your know heart you from can't Philly. even say it. <laughs> hey, look at your ass. I'm feeling my tit over here. That's all I can go with. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is what I find. I find a lot of the, let's call them spiritual people, the seekers. Mm, seekers. That's what I call myself. The seekers. Don't you find a lot of them to be? Uh, too full of themselves maybe they're in, i don't know what it is let's try to define it a lot of phonies a lot of people that will tell you what to do and you're going i don't want what you have you don't look like anybody that i aspire to be and they do like the you know the soft talk and you you know i was talking to my friend mickey about this the other day he was he's there He's, he was, we had five hours of conversation. One of the mm. most spiritual guys I know, but it really got like testy and ugly. And mm. 
you know, F you and oh, Wow, that sounds un- spiritual. <laughs> I know, it was unbelievable. And he was he was going, That's what we should be doing. And he's I'm t- he was like basically saying he's tired of being that guy. Tired of being what guy? Being that that quiet, spiritual, I'll pray for you. And mm. you know, I, and by the way, that's a very passive aggressive thing to say is I'll pray for you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that people get righteous. That's what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at. Some people get righteous with their spiritual. Well, that's the way versus a way. Mm-hmm. Like if I say, you know, I'll pray for you in my way versus do you want me to pray for you? Right. You know, and how best can I do that for you? Mm-hmm. Right. It's different. I mean, because everyone can, you can live this life in so many different ways. And I mean, I 100% agree because I've been, you know, as a transformation junkie and in so many rooms and workshops and retreats and trainings that some people, you know, they saddle up to you and they're just want to impart onto you what they know and how, how you should be. And I used to fight it a little bit more and repel from it. And now I'll just try to just listen and see if there's anything I can glean. You know, I really try to ask myself, what can I learn from this interaction? You know, even when I'm pit, like, you know, on the freeway or somebody, you know, says something jerky to me, it's like, what can I learn? Okay, I can learn that I saw that this person had negative energy and I walked into their space anyway, mm-hmm. right? So I stopped listening to my own intuition that I should have stepped in a different line. And that's one of the keys is listen to your own intuition. Yes. Because yes. we all possess it. Yeah. And yet uh, we ignore it and then we try to deflect from it. And then we blame That's others. A, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm a mem- I don't know if you knew this. I'm a member of an exclusive, uh, it's called the Association of Transformational Leaders. <gasps> How great is that? Well, I thought so. <laughs> They're not going to like hearing this. Many times during these meetings, I went in with these expectations again. Mm-hmm. Too many expectations. Mm-hmm. I, and you play like these games and you do things that you have these weekends. I can't believe the control people mm. would try to, you know, tell you how it's done and can try to control you and, you know, and almost like flipping out and, and then using the language to get around it, you know, to do like the spiritual bypass. They use the language where I have to tell you again, it's it's like I'm not blaming or saying it's all of them, but many of them are there. It's like therapists. There's so many therapists that need the therapy themselves. Yeah. I know this guy, he's a therapist. He's actually a famous therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm going, what are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. You, don't have the, you don't have the answers whatsoever you're trying to tell everybody else. His, his famous line is, here's what you're going to do, bro. That's what he always says. Here's what you're going to do, bro. Well, here's how I can hear it. Here's what I do, bro. Yeah. That's when you can really hear a message. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I get from you is like, Here's what I do. Mm-hmm. Here's the prayer that I do. Here's the situation I was in. Here's the traffic I was in. And this is what I do. Mm-hmm. And I feel enlightened from it. Yeah. My fears are relieved. You brought the new word shame. That's when it gets relieved, when we can basically connect with one another and share from that space mm-hmm. and know that we can have a heal- healing together one at a time. Yep. You didn't fix me today. I didn't fix you today. We had a moment, and maybe someone else can be inspired by it and have their own intuition take over. That's a good way to close, right? Yeah, no, it's great. I just want to say one thing is like there's nothing to fix. Right. Like, you right. know, I mean, I, I, how I look at transformation. We are compelled to do it. I am No, too. but I mean, how yeah. I look at transformation is, is like sometimes people go, I don't want to change. 
I look at transformation as peeling away all that isn't me. Right. And yeah. and and it's going to take me a lifetime. Maybe I've already been doing it for other lifetimes. I don't. I believe in reincarnation, but whether you do yeah. or don't, I don't think it matters. But there is the core you, and I think when you can, the closer you get to that, the more you'll feel love, the more you feel joy, and you know if you're if that's what you want to feel more love and joy, you know, or do you want to feel more anger and shame, right? Like those are kind of the choices. Right. So. You know, and, and if that some people want to stay wherever they are and they're happy, then so be it. You know, who am I to say that someone should change? Right, unless they kind of indicate that the, they would like you to assist them with that change. Absolutely, and I always so. ask, if someone says, like, I've got this blah, 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 I'm like, do, you know, I have some feedback, do you want to hear it? Right. And, you know, sometimes people say no. Yeah. Oh, I know. I don't know if I told you this, but I've been seeing um, clients for years. I hate the word client. Let's go with a lack of another term I, that I can't come up with. Maybe I'm not that bright. Anyway, <laughs> I, 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 I do psychic work. Ah, I have uh, wow. feelings of energy that come over. Yeah, I just... Um, I should have. I should have a. I should be your client. I predicted a baby uh, for my friends, and sure enough, I was right. And then I got the the gender correct. But um, I'm actually. I have a few now. I'm doing it by telephone because I can still pick up. L, uh, I can still pick up those energies by mm -hmm. the phone. It's just not. We're all. Uh, we're all masses energy. of energy. Exactly. And your energy is an amazing one that apparently I didn't see for ten years. Well. I had no idea it was but you still were moving on with your energy and through the world and I do it with mine and and we come together. We came yes. together today for the podcast and hopefully people got something out of this. Hopefully. Hopefully, and uh, how, how can they see you, Transformation Junkie? Is that what it's... Uh... Well, um, so I have a, a website. Okay, yeah. SusieGaliti.com, S-U-S-I-E-G-O-L-I-T-I.com. Right. And I also, on Facebook, have a page, which for 365 days, I will be posting an intentional act of love. I started in January, and uh, I'm on day, like, 75. It's been an interesting journey. Wow. So I write about that, and that's Susie Galiti Coaching. That's on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram, I am Transformation Junkie. Transformation get, Junkie on Instagram. Uh, Instagram. By the way, are you connected with my wife? I don't think... Oh. Have you been watching what she's doing? I don't think so. She's doing something very similar. What you is she doing? You two should connect. Well, we, I know we should connect. I don't mean, ask me what she's doing. I, 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 I know I, we no, should I'm, connect because I already love her. Even, oh, no, yeah. Know, yes. No, you two need to be together. Yes. As a matter yes. of fact, while you're in the neighborhood, I want you to go see her today. Oh, I would love to. She's teaching breathing. She took me on this beautiful uh, trip, if you will, like astral projection or whatever mm. the hell it was. I went away with his breathing and I was in complete bliss. It was, and she does Facebook live and so great. I think she's in a love challenge right now. Not, oh, not awesome. with me. She's uh. not having a challenge. <laughs> Although that's a challenge every day dealing with my it's her ass. own personal challenge. Oh my God. God bless her. She's, there's a place in heaven she for her having to deal up, with me. She signed up for she some did. real she lessons with she you. Signed, oh, she did. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm filled with, I still have the sarcasm and humor, but, uh, you know what though she i can tell that she likes it also because of it's course. not how she was raised I'm, i did this new little uh, i she takes my material though i do things with the kids like boo boo blaster i have my own original things that i come up with and my latest one is um spider on coca-cola i have a spider that i do with my fingers and i go i think i need a drink and i go <laughs> bolt, 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 bolt. and i go spider on coca-cola spider on coca-cola and the spider goes all over the place and chloe goes crazy and i said don't let your mom steal this and you tell me if she does that's what she does but anyway 
I want you to connect with her because this is a, uh, as I call it, a divine connection. Sometimes things are of the divine and sometimes they're of human. And uh, that, that I think you two need to be together. Yes. But uh, thank you, Susie Galiti, for making the trip here. I will make this up to you. Ask Hillary Williams, who made the trip. I got her a party, a booking. <laughs> She's seen two comedians in the last week in Nashville. All from all from my guilt. Oh, very so good. Just call I'll me use for some it. tickets, all right? <laughs> if you want to see Ariana Grande, I'll see what I can do or whatever. <laughs> all right, thanks for being here. By the way, if you are listening and do enjoy the podcast, please, we you know, spread the word around. Uh, tell your friends. Put it on Facebook. Give me a little word. I love that this guy gave me a comment about, uh, about the, the Jody Sweeten podcast. I, I, I really enjoy it when people specifically say, hey, that one I got something out of. It makes me feel good, and it'll make you feel good uh, to spread the word. Uh, rate it. If you, obviously, give it a good, good rating. Right? If it's a, <laughs> Please. Don't, don't just rate it. Rate it like whatever the stars are. <laughs> I, by the way, I did my first Cameo.com, and I got, a high, I got a high rating, and he gave me a tip, and that is if you need a shout-out on video, a shout-out, a wish, I did an ad for somebody by accident, <laughs> but uh, whatever it was, whatever it is, you can um, ask me to do it through cameo.com. Just look for my name and I will give you a personal video for a very low price. I charge, I charge uh, less than most people. I, I think, uh, you know, like Jean-Claude Van Damme's like $200 if you want to, hey, I am Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> or whatever it is. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'll even do an impression for you if you'd like. I'll do it as, uh, you know, the love master. Uh, I will send you a video uh, and, or send, and you can send that to whoever you want and uh, party, show it at a party, a birthday wish, uh, whatever it is. I just wished a girl, you know, luck with her career and said she's a you know, great actress, whatever it is. Um, that's what cameo.com does, but listen to the podcast. And, and if you do like it, please spread the word, Facebook and social media, send me a personal note, go to craigshoemaker.com. I have a lot of dates that are coming up. Still doing the standup until Susie and I have, until we're the, uh, the male, female, Tony Robbins packing 15,000 people in the convention center. In the meantime, we got to make a living. So I will be performing. Look where I'm performing. And I thank you so much for uh, checking us out. See you next time. Laughterheels.org. Go give it a visit. Check it out. See how you can support. It's a nonprofit organization which offers grins, giggles, and guffaws. It raises the awareness of the healing powers of laughter. Working in aftercare facilities, hospitals, with warriors, cancer patients, rehabs. Well, just about everybody needs laughter. We're here to spread it around. It is the best medicine, so just open up and say ha-ha. This episode was brought to you by LaughterHeals.org. How was that for my announcery, advertising, promotion voice? LaughterHeals.org. Thank you.